other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. We are still analyzing some of the implications of Tuesday's primary election results in the congressional and the state Senate primaries. And one of the interesting races that we talked a little bit about yesterday was the race for Congress in upstate New York, the Republican primary between Nick Langworthy and Carl Palladino. Well, Langworthy, who is the sitting Republican chair, won that primary. He beat Palladino. And now the question becomes, what's he going to do in terms of being state chair of the party? They asked him that question on the Cats at Night show here on WABC yesterday. This is what he said. What happens you, when, if you win for Congress, you have to give up your chairmanship? I mean, I don't have to, but I will. You know, when, when we get sworn into Congress, I mean, I just think it would be uh, uh, too much uh, probably on my family to try to you know wear both hats. Uh, of serving in Washington and then trying to serve the whole state. And that's, um, you know, we're, we're expected another child. So I don't think that that's something that I can be pulled in, in that many directions. But we are, you know, we're focused uh, like a laser on trying to change the state in, in working every day with, you know, Congressman Zeldin to win this governor's race and in our entire ticket. That essentially means that we need a new chairman of the New York State Republican Party. And I'd like to get the conversation going on a couple of names. One, obviously, Andrea Katsimatidis, who obviously is the daughter of our our owner here at WABC. But uh, I think if you look at what she's been able to do in Manhattan, totally breathing new life into the GOP in, in New York County, I think she'd be a strong candidate. Oh, by the way, Andrea is also an existing vice chairman of the uh, state GOP. But if they're looking at someone outside of the existing party leadership who I think would do a great job, I'd like to throw in the name of Congressman Dan Donovan, former Congressman Dan Donovan, DA for a long time, Congressman. He's been out of politics for uh, four years now since uh, being defeated by Max Rose. I think when it comes to being a spokesman for issues, I think when it comes to striking the right balance between conservatism and establishment, and I think in terms of just putting a friendlier face on the GOP, I think he'd be a great candidate. Also has a long history of fundraising. So that's my two two names for consideration. Andrea Katsimatidis and Dan Donovan. Curious what people think about that. If you think it's a good idea, maybe tweet about it, get the conversation going on social media. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. One issue which I have generally been in the minority on as it relates to this audience is the issue of horse-drawn carriages. And every time I see a horse fall ill or cause a traffic incident or being be beaten by an abusive carriage driver, my resolve to ban the horse-drawn carriages from Manhattan streets grows even stronger. And that's why I was very pleased to see... Animal rights activists rallying at City Hall yesterday to call attention to this bill that would ban horse-drawn carriages and replace them with electric ones. Bob Holden has been a leader on this, the city councilman from Queens and a, a great guy. He is calling for not only a ban, but also a moratorium to halt carriage services right now. These actions, the actions of the activists and Councilman Holden, have been spurred by this now viral video of Ryder, the carriage horse who collapsed at West 
45th Street and 9th Avenue two weeks ago. Officials with the Transportation Workers Union say the horse is suffering from a neurological disease, but the activists and Councilman Holden say they've learned that the veterinarian who examined Ryder says he was suffering from malnourishment and exhaustion. They also said during the rally yesterday that the horse was much older than uh, they originally thought. They learned the horse was 28 years old, about 12 years older than previously reported by the union. City codes say, by the way, that carriage horses cannot work past the age of 26. Supermodel Bella Hadid was there. So I say kudos to Councilmember Holden and uh, to supermodel Bella Hadid. No response from Mayor Eric Adams on this. He hasn't said anything. We don't know what his position is. He ducked and dodged like crazy during the campaign on this issue. And even though the whole city has been talking about this for the last two weeks, we have seen nothing from Mayor Adams while we've seen nothing but leadership from Councilmember Bob Holden. I think this is just an abomination. And if this practice continues solely because of the political juice of one union, in this case, the Transport Workers Union, then that will be a real shame. At the very least, we've got to figure out a way to treat these horses more humanely and make sure they're not abused and that the existing rules that are in place are followed. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. My admiration for the men and women of the New York City Police Department is boundless. I really admire anybody that uh, puts on a uniform in service of their community, which is exactly what the NYPD do. And they actually risk their lives day in and day out as part of their job, which is a lot more impressive than anything I'm doing on a daily basis, which is why this story that was in the New York Post today is so grating to me. Evidently, the NYPD has released a memo ordering cops not to congregate or take part in unnecessary conversation with one another. This is just weeks after Mayor Eric Adams chastised officers on the street for chatting on the job. The order, dated Tuesday, marks a revision to the patrol guide for officers and supervisors, instructing them to ensure cops aren't gathering together. Quote, do not congregate or engage in unnecessary conversation with other members of the service while on post, absent police necessity. That's what the order states as it addresses the police officers. In another section, specifically for patrol supervisors, the order states that bosses should, quote, ensure members of the service do not congregate or engage in unnecessary conversation. Now, when I saw this headline, I thought this was a joke. I mean, you think this is the problem with policing in New York? This is your priority in terms of battling crime in this city? It's that police officers are talking with one another too much? Give me a break. This is the perfect example of Nero fiddling while Rome is burning. This order comes in the wake of a video that showed Adams uh, on a bike ride in Manhattan on August 6th, in which the mayor points to officers on a corner and tells their supervisors that, quote, they should not all be congregating together. How about scattering out so we ensure safety and deploy personnel? We have not been deploying our personnel correctly. This is absolutely 
ludicrous. At a time when we're facing a police retention crisis, at a time we're seeing police officers retire or move to other jurisdictions that actually respect and appreciate their police more, this is the exact opposite of the message the mayor and the police commissioner should be sending to the men and women in blue. The message that they should be sending is thank you, we appreciate you, you're doing a great job, how can we support you? It's not don't talk to one another and don't congregate with one another. This is ludicrous. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't even think of touching that radio dial because we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in this hour. You know what I think we'll do to start? Why don't we spin the wheel of topics? We haven't done that in a while. If you don't know what you're in store for, when we spin the wheel of topics, if you've not tuned into that before, neither do I. It's totally random. It's exciting. We have a list of 30 or 40 potential things that we could talk about. We're going to spin the wheel and see where it lands. Now, two quick reminders and two quick requests for help. I am participating in the Tunnel to Towers walk next month, and I need your help. Now, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is incredible. It was founded by Frank Siller and the Siller family when Stephen Siller, Frank's brother, died. Now, on September 11th, 21 years ago, Stephen Siller ran through the Hewell Carry Tunnel with his gear on, showed a great deal of bravery, and ultimately died at the World Trade Center site. And this foundation that Frank founded in his brother, memory has done so much for the families of fallen military servicemen, fallen police officers, and it's done a lot to help build homes for disabled military veterans. It's an incredible organization, and it's one that I'm proud to be a part of. So I'm participating in the walk next month. So are a number of the other WABC hosts, and I would like your help. I'd like you to make a contribution, large or small, to my efforts in the walk. You can go to wabcradio.com slash walk. That's wabcradio.com slash walk. Click on my picture and make a contribution. You know what we'll do? I'm not authorized to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Anybody that gives $100 or more for a contribution to my walk efforts, I'm going to get you a complimentary Other Side of Midnight cap. So would you, you'll have to let me know that you made the donation. We will check it. But go to wabcradio.com slash walk, click on my picture, make the $100 donation, and then email me at frank.morano at wabcradio.com and we will get you an Other Side of Midnight cap. I mean, you can make a donation anyway, even without getting the cap, but it's to give you a little extra incentive. The other thing is I've been getting a great response to these local commentaries that we do at the top of each hour, which are WABC exclusive, but they're not part of the regular Other Side of Midnight podcast. So those of you that tune in, tune out, tune in, tune out, and then download the Other Side of Midnight podcast to see what you missed, you're missing this. The only way to get this is to either listen live or to subscribe to the Frank Morano Interviews and More podcast. So please go ahead and do that on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you get your podcast. Search Frank Morano Interviews and More. Click the subscribe button and you'll hear commentaries like this one every day. Beam me up. To be continued.